Hi, you guys. This is April, also known as a soul coach. This is the 13th episode. Hey, you guys. This episode is all about religion versus spirituality. I am so excited about this episode (laughs) because I've been wanting to talk about this forever. And the reason being is because, as you guys know, my grandfather raised me and he was a reverend and I have a religious foundation, right? And I was brought up as a Christian in South Mississippi, Okay, and uh, here I am, like this free spirit. I do yoga and I do Reiki. I'm all about energy. I love to go to the the Buddhist center in New Orleans. Like I just love right to expand my religious beliefs. And I studied world religions and and you know, and I just expanded myself. And here I am with this podcast about spirituality and this is so funny because growing up in Mississippi most of my friends were either Baptist or Methodist or Catholic and it was because their parents were Methodist Baptist or Catholic (laughs) and then their grandparents were either or right nobody stepped outside of the box like I have and really decided that I'm going to try something totally different and it's not even trying it's like what my spirit is telling me that connects to me right and it's because I'm a critical thinker I'm not you know one of those women that's like look over there the sky is blue but why is the sky blue like do you know it's the sky blue actually looks purple right now because the sun is setting like I'm that person like I'm not you tell me something and I'm gonna look at it and I'm gonna analyze it and then I'm gonna be like oh okay I might agree with you I might not I've always been that way so this episode is all about that just and it's from my perspective and I am going to get on a soapbox about Christians and it's because I grew up with them (laughs) And I just feel like, you know, the whole agenda of this podcast and the purpose of this podcast is for you to be a critical thinker and to stop thinking that God is separate from us. God is not separate from us. It is not some invisible man in the sky that is going to save your life if you continue to do good, 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 good. <laughs> my my perspective. Okay. Um so I'm going to talk about that and I'm also going to talk about you know even spirituality like there's some people out there that are absolutely batshit crazy and they stand on metaphysics and the science and they you know they stand on like I'm spiritual and everything's within us and without even even thinking about well you can combine the two or maybe I like some of Hinduism practices or maybe I like to chant in Buddhism hmm maybe some of the nation of Islam's uh the the things that they do are something that resonates with me and and some people might say well that sounds confusing confusing because you really should pick a religion and I don't believe in organized religion bloop I said it 
I don't believe in it. However, what I do believe in is that we are uh, layers and combinations of all things. And when you put yourself in one box and say, I'm a Christian, you're not even allowing yourself to be open to other aspects. And I'm just talking from my perspective. I got to keep saying that because I just, I can already feel the emails and DMs coming. (laughs) I can feel it. And uh, like I said, you know, my grandfather raised me on a foundation of Christianity and I get it, you know, but he was very open minded. And that's what I appreciate about him. He was a reverend and he never once wore his religion on his sleeve as if him doing good and bad things was justified because of Christ. Right. And, you know, if you really think about it, the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, we're not going to get into that right now. not gonna get it we're gonna go into that later (laughs) get into that later anyway let's get started on this conversation that i cannot absolutely wait to do religion versus spirituality what a subject right so they have Religious people that think spirituality people are like the new age. It's like devil worship and it's really not God. And then we have spirituality people saying the same thing about religion people because they're like, they don't really know the true meaning of God and what that is and what that amplifies. And and for me, being a spiritualist or put being put in a box as one, I don't feel that. I feel with every organized religion, there's good and bad. If you look at uh, the Muslim religion, there's Muslims that are terrorists. There's Muslims that are great people. But you can't put all Muslims in one box. Just like you can't put all Christians in one box. We have people that are Christians that stand on that and... And they're Ku Klux Klan members. Like my father, being a veteran, um, he purchased a home in an all white neighborhood and they burned a cross on his yard. The cross being of God and of Jesus. So, why they did that? Because they believe in Christianity. They stand on that. So, do I fault all Christians because groups use Christianity for their, to, for their agenda? No, it's like you can't do the same for Muslims, like this hypocrisy that we have in this country, you know, to ban Muslims because there's a few bad Muslims. Why don't we do the same thing with the terrorists that's here on land? Like, I just I don't understand that. And and I'm coming from my perspective, a as a black woman. B growing up in South Mississippi, being called a nigger. ER, being told that I am a monkey and I need to go back to Africa all while I'm on the beach with my family, my white boys in a pickup truck with a cross, Christian, and raising a Confederate flag. Okay? (laughs) So I could easily walk around with a chip on my shoulder and be like, you know what? Them Christians, man, look what they're doing (laughs) over there terrorizing black families on the beach because they don't feel like we belong here and truth be told majority of black people are already here and know they didn't we didn't come from africa but anyway that's another subject from another day we're not even gonna get into that but um but 
religion versus spirituality. Like, you know, and, and that's going back to like the spiritual saying about Christians. And an organized religion, to me, I I don't resonate with organized religion because I am a layer of a lot of things. You know, when I feel I, I'm so connected to earth, I'm so connected to God, I'm so connected to the universe that I flow with it. And when spirit talks to me, I listen. When God, when I say spirit, I mean God. But when spirit is speaking to me, I listen. When they are showing me things, I pay attention. When I ask them for something, they give it to me. (laughs) And it's not always in a way that I think it's going to be, but they always do. And I say they because there's a group. There's God, there's angels, there's my ancestors, there's spirit guides, there's people around you. That's what I believe as a spiritualist. God is within us. God is everywhere in everything. But people disconnect from God when they are consumed by organized religion. They look to their pastor instead of looking to God when God is right there waiting for them to pay attention to him, her, or whoever, right? That's why I say spirit too, because God is masculine. When spirit is masculine and feminine energy. And and a reason that it's so important to talk about these things and to have some talking points and to talk to your partner about these things or your friends, just to see where they are and on their spiritual path. I was raised a Christian. And in that Christianity, there were so many rules and regulations. You can't do this. You should do this. You got to pray. You got to do this. You do this, you're going to go to heaven. The Jesus Christ is going to come back. (laughs) Okay. So, whatever you believe in, I'm not knocking it. However, if Jesus Christ was to come back, if Jesus Christ was real, okay, and he was to come back, Right today. Let's say he coming back at like 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like right now. Would you be ready? I'm going to talk to the Christians right now. Would you be ready if Jesus Christ would came back right now? And the, the crazy part about it, David Banner just talked about this on his Instagram today. I didn't know he was going to talk about it. Somebody sent it to me and I sent it to somebody and I was like, look at this. I'm talking about this today. Religion and spirituality. We stand on a Bible that we may or may not use. And we pick and choose the stuff that we want out of it. We do the same thing in spirituality. Some of us come with judgment for people that aren't with organized religion. Because we feel like they're not enlightened. They're not woke. And that's not right. Neither one of them is right. You have to allow people. You have to meet people where they are. I learned that in like life coaching. <laughs> you can push your agenda on anyone. You have to allow. And a lot of people nowadays are getting away from the church. And why are they getting away from the church? Because of all the scandals. Because people are looking to their pastors 
and they're not searching for the word themselves and not allowing God who is within us to lead the way. When I say things like my higher self, I'm allowing my higher self to take the driver's seat because I am allowing my spiritual soul, my soul to take the driver's seat. The soul that has been reincarnated many of times and allowing my soul to take over because the soul is your heart and and loving I know so many Christians that are habitual churchgoers. They will go to every revival. They will go on Sunday, twice on Sunday. They go on Wednesday for choir rehearsal, Bible study. And they are the biggest hypocrites I've ever seen in my entire life. And for me, spirituality is a lifestyle. I don't have to go to church on Sunday because I meditate and pray every day. If I miss a day of meditating, I can feel it. I've been sick this entire week and I've not meditated. I've not and I can feel it. I feel good now because I wasn't able to talk Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That's how sick I was. <clears throat> but what I did is I prayed. And I don't only pray when I'm down, I pray when I'm up. I tell God and spirit just how grateful I am. For the things they've done in my life. On a Tuesday. I don't wait to Sunday. To praise spirit. I don't wait. To read the Bible. On a Wednesday. You do that. And you feed yourself daily. That to me. Is the true connection to God. Being connected to God. And allowing him to use you and, and to, to help other people is truly what our path is about. When we involve ego and think that we are in the driver's seat of our lives, that's when we mess up. And religion, to me, in Christianity, teaches us to be in the driver's seat and and being in a driver's seat means that you need to pay your tithes. You need to come to church and you need to do what this pastor's telling you to do. And the pastor's supposed to be the vessel for God. And not all pastors are the vessels. Because a lot of churches are organized religion are business. It's a business. It's big business. And I'm not turning anybody away from the church. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying that you need to find a church that resonates with your spirit if church is what's good for you. And to open up your thought process and allowing meditation to come into play. Because meditation is spirit God talking to you. Praying is you talking to God. And, you know, one of the girls that I follow on Instagram, she is uh, an inspiration because she, I mean, she's just out here doing it. Like, she was a hairdresser. A uh, hairdresser sounds so old. She <laughs> was a stylist. <laughs> oh, I 
I get that from? She was a stylist and uh, a hairstylist in New Orleans. And she's still in New Orleans, but like uh, she sells these miracle drops. And then like she stopped being in the shop and then she did this e-commerce business. And then she did a tour a lot at the beginning of the year. And then, like, she started giving out free information on how to build your business. And then, like, she did that. But she listens to God. And she has a t-shirt say, pray through the process. You definitely need to pray through the process. And you need to trust the process. Because once you pray through the process, you need to let it go. And let God handle it. And then you need to trust through that process. And I bring her up to say, you know, she talks about God all the time. And she goes to church. And, 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 and when I think of a Christian, I think of, I think of her. You know, but th- that being said, though, you can see how God's worked out in her life because she's grateful. But she always has videos saying how grateful she is. My blessings come by being grateful for what I already have. And Christianity taught me that. However, the spiritualist in me teaches me. That I need to meditate and allow God to speak to me and see what else I need to do to help someone else. Doing yoga, connecting to the spirit, connecting to the earth, connecting to my body, mind, and soul teaches me how to be one with God's creation. To me, that's more important than walking into a church and listening to pastor, in my opinion. And do I go to church? No, I do not go to church. No, no, no. Every once in a while, I might. And it's only because God is saying, hey, today is the day you need to go listen to this pastor because he has a message that you need to hear. Do I read the Bible? Yes. Do I chant at a Buddhist center? Yes. Do I do all these things and listen and study world religions? Absolutely. Because God is not one religion. And that is why I be trying to expand people's mind. You know, and we take on the programming of our, of our family. Like... Your parents were either Catholic, Methodist, Baptist. And so that's what we do, right? And then we take that on. And then we hand that to our kids. And then it's just a cycle that we don't even step out of. And I'm not saying anything's wrong or right about it. I'm just saying, like, we need to start expanding. In a church, honestly, people are getting away from the church. There's so much scandals going on, especially in the Catholic church. It's ridiculous. And people are getting away from the church. And they're getting away from the church not because God is not in them. I know more people that believe in God and in spirituality than people that go to church. People that I found in spirituality actually know God better. And the reason they know God is because they allow God to work in their life. And, you know, with that being said... You you have to follow what your higher self and your soul is telling you to do. Because you don't know what's on your path. Like your path could be a Joel Osteen. Or your path could be um, an Oprah. 
Oprah's not a pastor, but Oprah sheds and spreads love. Her shows are all about your soul connections, your super soul Sunday, your soul. Things that ignite your soul. That's spirituality is your soul. My business is called Soul, S-O-L-E. Because it's all about our soul. And that to me is so important. When you're clouded with, you got to go to church, you got to sing in a choir, you got to do this. But then you leave that church on Sunday at 2 o'clock p.m. And you're out there drinking and smoking and acting a damn fool. And and then you wait till next, and you're acting a fool Monday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, out doing whatever, and then back Sunday in church, asking for repentance because you didn't act act a fool. That is not what God is about. And then you wonder why your life is all messed up. You have no belief system. People with no belief system, um. I find it's hard for them to have any footing and any grounding in here. You know, um, atheists, uh, people that don't believe in God, you don't have to believe in God, but uh, have some sort of belief system. Do you believe that there's a higher power? Do you believe that the universe is taking care of you? Do you believe, like, you know, um, like Scientology believe, like there's some, some man on it, it alien or whatever came over or whatever which is not unheard of because you know when you think of the biggest thing like you know our universe and aliens and and things like that you know you don't know what's out there and you don't know what people believe but the whole purpose of this (laughs) podcast is really distinguishing where you stand and don't and not allowing someone to put you in a box because of your parents and what they taught you right um what I've taken taken from Christianity is a lot. It's my foundation. And for a long time I didn't I didn't stand in that faith because I was just like I don't understand what that is because it was all distorted in my life from my grandfather to the racism to the to all of these things. I'm like everybody's talking about they're a Christian, but I don't see God in any of this. Where is God? People walking around talking about God this. Yeah, God, praise God, praise God. I mean, look at our government. (laughs) Pause on that. Look at this administration. A lot of hate. A lot of separation. Facts. Regardless of where you stand. Liberal or conservative. It's a lot of separation. And that is not what we are about. We are about a one. My business called Soul One One Soul. We have one consciousness, whether you believe in it or not. And I uh, want to tell you about a dream that I had where God actually came. He came to me. All right. So I just want to have some clarification in my last segment. I want to be clear that I have nothing against Christianity. I don't. I, like I said, it's the foundation of who I am. And you have to figure out, you know, what is good for you. 
And if you go to church and you're a churchgoer, then that's great. But don't just allow the man on stage to be your only connection to God. You need to figure out how you can connect to God. And it's it's bigger than going to church. Hopefully I (laughs) clarify that. Because it's a combination of it all. I don't attend church, but I don't mind going to church. Um, But I also have to go to church where it resonates. I remember searching for a church for the longest time. And I went to this particular church and it was like, yeah, like I was excited and I love music and I love listening to like the soloists, like sing and it just fills my spirit because I just, I just love that. And then... The pastor's walking around with his microphone wanting people to speak in tongues. I'm like, I don't speak in tongues and I'm not going to be fake. And so the pastor was like walking around and people were like spitting out gibberish. It was just gibberish. And then he came to me and he put the microphone in my face and I looked at him. I can't be fake. I can't be fake and I'm not I'm not going to. So then that was that experience. Then I had another experience where I went to church and I just I just felt like, you know, I was lost and I just needed, you know, I just needed that push. And I went to church and then I went to this particular church and everybody was running around in the church. And I was like, why is everybody running up and down the aisles? Like, what is going on? I'm sitting there like, why is everybody running around? Do they have the Holy Ghost? Like, what is what is the Holy Ghost? Like, help me understand what's going on. And I'm just looking around like, no, this is not resonating with my soul. Because first of all, I'm very intuitive. Second of all, I'm an empath. Thirdly, God speaks to me on a regular basis. And this ain't it. Because he was like, you need to go. While I was in church. Literally could not wait to get up. Because he was like, this is not authentic. This is not who I am. This is not me. And that's God speaking to me. Not every church is of God. And a lot of it is a cult-ish. A lot of it is undercover sex things going on and I know this for a fact because I attended some of these churches one of the biggest churches in New Orleans there was a bunch of stuff going on in still is and I'm just like that's not what God is about and that is what I want you to understand that you need to have a relationship with God yourself within you and allow him to speak to you and if you want to go to church you need to find a church that connects to your spirit and energizes you when you leave you should not leave a church and feel doom and gloom you should not leave a church and feel as if man I'm I'm a biggest sinner in the world man like I'm never going to get ahead like you know what I mean you're not, not supposed to feel defeated You're supposed to be uplifted. That is what church is about. God is of light, not darkness. Lower energy and lower, like, you know, entities in in the devil, they have principalities and things that run churches. That's a podcast for another day. But I'm just saying, though, like, and, and that's so important to me is that I make that point. It's all about God within you. Now. Everybody knows that if you've been listening to my podcast, this is only like podcast 13. <laughs> so at the end of last year, I went through the dark night of the soul where I just literally like cut everybody off. Well, a lot of people need to be cut off because they just weren't, they just, they weren't feeding me in my life. So I told, I changed my phone number and I just like, just ghosted on everybody. 
because I really was like in a dark night though. So I had my heart broken and then like I walked out of my job and I'm like, what in the world I'm going to do? And it was just like a lot going on in my life. And, um, I just, and it was God just like, April, this is your time to like really do what you're supposed to do and follow your life purpose full time, not here and there, but this is what you need to do. And I heard, I heard spirit talking to me, but I was just like, yeah, I get to it. Right. And Spirit kept telling me, and I'm like, I get to it. Then Spirit's like, okay, then I got to show you since you're not listening. And uh, exactly what happened. So the dark night of the soul is when, you know, Spirit comes and grabs you and pulls you all the way down. When I say everything in my life was jacked up. And I was like, why do I have to continue to keep going through these dark nights of the soul? And it's because I'm not, I'm listening, but I'm not obeying, right? When Spirit speaks to you, and especially me. And my talents and the gifts that he's given me is not supposed to be hidden like I was hiding them. You're supposed to live in your truth. And I wasn't doing any of that. I did when I felt like it, if that makes sense. Only one or two people knew that I was intuitive. You know, none of my closest friends knew that I had all these gifts that I have, right? Because I didn't want anybody to call me a weirdo. <laughs> but now I'm like in my truth. I don't care. Like I'm just my family knows. Everybody's like oh yeah that's right. April Field things. Yeah she's this. You know and they pick on me and they talk about me. I don't really care. Because I have like. What's that song? Titanium. Like you can't. You can't puncture this. <laughs> Punctured. I've been through too much stuff in my life to puncture me. You can say whatever you want to. But I know that God continues to bless me all the time and the reason he does is because i'm doing his work and he is showing me like okay april you done did this boom here you go all the time he's blessing me and i'll just be looking at my blessings like man but anyway in the last year i was in this with dark night of the soul and i cut everybody off and i went into hermit mode hermit mode is when i just went into myself and literally um i cried into 2018 and i i spent my New Year's Eve, laying in bed by myself, looking at P. Diddy's New Year's Eve party. I've never done that ever in my life. <laughs> I'm always out and about because I'm social. And if I did not go out, I had, you know, my son with me or like I listened to music or like I always did something fun, even if I was by myself. Uh, but I've always done something, but this, this going into 2018, I just cried myself and it was a release because I was releasing all of 2017. And as I was releasing all of 17 through my tears, I looked forward to 2018 for a fresh start. And in that fresh start, I made a promise to myself to live in my truth to no longer compromise and to know that I'm worthy of the things that God has in, in line for me. And that has been my, my mantra the entire year. And it's been ups and downs and tips, but this year has flown by so fast. And I think about where I'm at spiritually, emotionally, physically, I am in the best shape of my life. And I'm so grateful to God for that. Like I'm getting teared up thinking about it. Right. And that's because of my spirituality. My spirituality connected me to God and to source and to the earth and to like allowing me to be who I am now to even have the the bravery to do a podcast. You know, I have big lips, so it sounds like I'm smacking and 
Like, you know what I mean? And then people criticize, like, I think I hear background noises. It's not like I don't have a studio. I'm doing this from my phone and I'm just getting my voice out there. And then I'm on Instagram and, you know, just really being transparent. And that came from me connecting to source. Anyway, as I did that prayer in 2018, literally God came to me in a dream like a week later. And I had three dreams, seven days apart, back to back to back. And I'm not going to go into detail about all of the dreams. But the one dream that literally I woke up and sat up and cried because I was just like, oh my God, I've never had this dream before. I've had angels come to me in my dreams, but they didn't come to me like in an angel form. It was like a mist or spirit, but I knew what it was, right? This time I'm standing in my dream. I am in, I'm in a war field. Like literally people are fighting everywhere and they're stabbing each other and cutting and their swords, their knives, there's no guns. And, uh, and I'm standing in the middle of it and I'm standing there in spirit, God, and my perception, a perception of what God looks like came to me. And he was glowing and it was a man and he was glowing and he walked up to me and he didn't say a word. He tapped me and I, and, and, and illuminated me and I was this golden light and he pointed for me to go underneath this bench and I hid underneath the bench and then all he was was like, you're protected And then he vanished and I'm illuminated underneath a bench watching people die and bloodshed and everything. And then I woke up and I knew at that point that the path that I'm on is illuminated by God and that he is guiding my steps in 2018. And that's all I needed. And then I got another dream seven days later. And I got another dream seven days later. All tying into April. You are protected. Go for what I know that you supposed what you supposed to be doing. You need to be on your path. And I've been on my path. I know for a fact that I am blessed. And I know. That I needed to clear and cleanse from the low vibrational people I had around me and relationships I've had around me. And to forgive myself and forgive them and to let it go and let that be learning lessons, even from my last, you know, job and the previous career and how, you know, I just felt so used of my talents and, you know, my light. And I just, you know, and it got like, you, you let that go and you get on this path. And then ever since then, I was like, I have to tell my truth and I have to let people know that God is real. And it doesn't matter if you're in an organized religion or if you believe in spirituality, God is real regardless. And for me, that is all that I can ever ask for. 
And I, I say this so passionately because I want everybody that I know, and I want to affect millions of people. That's why I'm in the middle of writing a book. That is why I am taking my time doing these things is I want to make sure that I do it right because I want to reach millions of people and I will. And it's because the message and the light that he illuminated with me, me with is to be shared. And I didn't realize I was going to get this deep on this podcast. <laughs> but as I'm talking, spirit is whispering in my ear. And, and it's for the people that are listening to me to hear that. You know, in the vibration of my voice, I know that you can feel, you know, him. And uh, feel, and when I say him, it's really him and her because, you know, spirit is male and female energy, which we are made out of. So anyway, um, spirituality versus religion. You have to make the decision yourself on what it is that spirit, your higher self wants you to do. Because sometimes spirit had you go into organized religion to expand it from within. Because the organized religion today is, is closed, right? It's closed and it makes you feel powerless. Like you're, you're not in power, but you are in power because you're God's child. You are not only God's child, but God is within you. And and some of these pastors, man, like they just teach doom and gloom. And and and, and it makes you feel bad, like even if you make a mistake, that you're gonna be like your your sin. And you make a mistake, you're gonna be, you know, uh punished for it. And that's just, that's just not it. Like we all make mistakes and we learn, you know, from those mistakes. And, and you know, and if you hurt someone else, cause you first do no harm to anyone, you ask for forgiveness and you move on. You can't beat yourself up because you made a mistake. And that to me is what spirit and God is. And that is why I got into spirituality. So... That being said, let's wrap this up. As we wrap up religion versus spirituality, I don't even think it's a versus. I just think that you need to find what resonates to your spirit and what karmic cycles you need to clear in this lifetime. And whatever that is for you, you have to make that decision. But you will not be able to make that decision if you think that you're supposed to follow what your parents taught you and programmed you to do. And I want to give you a couple uh, things of food for food to thought. Uh, there's a book. Um, that was left out of the Bible. There's a couple of books, several, more than a couple. Several books were left out of the Bible. Me being a Christian foundation, I always ask, where did we come from? How did we get here? What is going on? How, what is, you know, I've, I'm not kid. I am not kid. And I haven't accepted that. And my son is that kid. And it's okay. I... When I started, like like I said, in January, um, 
I I released and, you know, God started um, revealing things to me in layers and and he was leading me to different videos on YouTube and uh, different things to read and um, just gathering all this knowledge. And I didn't know why I was reading and and looking at these things because, you know, I'm connected. When you're connected, your life, you just kind of flow, right? You seem to be in the right place at the right time and things always seem to happen. Well, uh, the book of Enoch was one of the books that I even have on my iBooks <laughs> on my phone. And it's so funny because my spiritual teacher that I literally ran into the past weekend and was like, dude, are you coming on my podcast or no? And he's like laughing and he's like, yes, April. Yes, yes, yes. And I was like, okay, great. So anyway, uh, he is the one that told me years ago about the book of Enoch. And I'm looking at him like, huh, what? So I downloaded the book on my iBooks. And then like the next thing I know, I just sat there like several books. Because, you know, I lose interest fast with things. It doesn't catch my, to catch me. Because I wasn't, but I didn't, it didn't resonate with me at first. And once I did this healing at the, at the end of last year. And like God came to me in a dream. And I just started going on this path. That is when. I it was shown like research the book of Enoch, and when I I researched the book of Enoch, I was like, why was this book left out of the Bible? So I challenge you Christians out there to look at that particular book. There's also the book of Saint Thomas that you need to look for. Now, this is funny because, like, I look at certain movies and I always ask Spirit, like, tell me or send me to a movie that I need to see or watch. And I normally do that on a weekend when I'm just kind of defragging from the week and clients and all the stuff I have going on. And it's always something spiritual. And I get it. I do. I really do. But sometimes I just want to watch something silly and not have to think about anything. But that's not the vibration that I'm on. So I watched, uh, what is it, Stigmata, a stigma, a stigmata. It's an old movie, and one of the Arquette sisters in the movie. And I remember watching it years ago because it's an old movie, and I didn't get it. I was like, why is she being, like, replicating the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, right? Like, is this even real? And, um... Yeah, stigma. I think it is. Stigmata, stigma, whatever. And so, like, they got this priest to come down from the Vatican, which is another setup. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. And um, so he comes down to help her because she's got, like, she's having all the symptoms of being crucified like Jesus. Um, uh, the, her feet uh, being uh, nailed in the cross and her hands and, you know, all this stuff. And the the thorns on her head, and she's going through all the symptoms, and then she has uh, the spirit that's inside of her, and the spirit that's inside of her is someone that has passed on, and uh, and he was a devoted uh, Catholic, and he found this uh, book um, that was written in language that Jesus Christ used, right? And so, 
this is in the movie. And so the book was the the book of St. Thomas, I believe. If that's not correct, you have to look it up. The movie's called Stigmata or Stig- Stigma and the, the the main actress uh is one of the Arquette sisters. So she's getting the replications of crucifixion as Jesus Christ, but that's only because a spirit has taken over her body. I know, sounds crazy as hell. But I like I looked at the movie and I was like, Why am I watching this again? This is crazy. So I'm looking at it from a different point of view now. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. So, so let me research this little book. And it's actually a book <laughs> that was left out of the Bible. And I'm just like, Why do they keep leaving these books out of the Bible? And in this particular book, it states specifically that Jesus, and this is the words of Jesus, of Jesus Christ, (laughs) not his disciples, not anybody else, but the words of Jesus Christ that says God is within us. You look under a rock and I am there because I am within you. And I am like sitting here like <laughs> as in a movie and I'm like researching and I'm looking and I was like, so why I don't know about this? Why hasn't this been taught in these churches? Why are the pastors like, why is this stuffed out of the Bible? Like I, I, you have to question things like that. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist person. I'm not. But it comes to a point where you just like you're a critical thinker. You're like, what? but why is that book particularly left out? And the problem that, you know, one of the, the head guys from the Vatican had came down, he tried to kill her because she didn't want the word to get out that God was within her, that the God was within you. He didn't want that story to be told and that book to be out because that means that people would turn away from the church. So a lot of times in Hollywood, Hollyweird, those movies are actual things and scenarios that are very true. Hey, I'm back. I had to cut it off because I got some real life stuff going on over here. I picked some cookies. (laughs) I've been so excited that I've been able to eat because I've not been able to eat all week. I lost weight, which is always good, but like literally have not eaten like all week. So I'm super excited. So I baked some cookies. So anyway, so I'm going to read you. It's called the Gospel of St. Thomas. So I was right. Uh, And I'm going to read you what it says. This is so insane, right? This is the book that was left. One of the books. There are several books that was left out of the Bible. And this is for my religious people. Okay. The gospel of St. Thomas declares that the kingdom of God exists upon the earth today. If people just open their eyes, there is divine light within all of us, which allows us to see the kingdom of God in our physical surroundings. The image of God at the beginning of creation, which is Genesis 1, still exists today. We can assume that image still, which is different than the image of fallen man, Adam, in Genesis 2. The Gospel of St. Thomas reveals that mankind can and should restore their identities of the image of God now and seek the kingdom of God on earth now. This text treats the first two chapters of Genesis in a non-traditional way. 
It holds that there are two separate creations of mankind. The first was perfect and the second one was flawed. Rather than wait for a future end time kingdom to come, the writer of this book exhorts people to return to the perfect kingdom conditions of Genesis now. Why do you think that book was left out of the Bible? I'm not going to tell you my opinion on it. I'm just giving you food for thought. This book and the book of Enoch for my Christians, for my non-Christians, for the people that just really need to have an understanding of the true definition definition of God, you need to research. You need to read. This is serious and it's real. And the programming is it's not done by mistake. And the programming is done and it's in our DNA. It's generational. It's the government. It's like, you know, whatever. And, and, it, and it's constant. And, and the people that are awake and are waking, um, that's how you figure it out. And being a critical thinker, you do the research yourself. God is within us. We are already light. If God is coming to me in a dream and illuminates me with light, that tells me that he is already within me and I am protected. And because I believe that, I am. So now it's time for you to stand in your truth and have, and create your own belief system. But you need to start doing your research and you need to read. Okay. Thank you guys for all of your comments. I love you. Thank you so much. Please share my podcast. If you guys need any additional help, you know how to reach me. Soulonservices.com. S-O-L-E. Soul Coach. S-O-L-E. Coach underscore on Instagram. DM me. And then my email is soul1 at mail.com. S-O-L-E-O-N-E at mail.com. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you.